All right, construction champions. It's your host, Ron Newsbaum, and we're here for another action-packed episode where we talk about how you can be the champion you were meant to be in the construction industry. Today, I'm joined with Tom. Tom, it is great to have you on the show today. Hey, it's great to be here, Ron. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. Why don't you tell all the construction champions out there a little bit about yourself and what got you here today? Oh, man. Well, listen, my name is Tom Reber. I'm the founder of the Contractor Fight, and uh, we help build elite contracting businesses. We do that by mainly uh, teaching them how to have confidence in their numbers, how to sell unafraid, and how to get eyeballs. Uh, we've uh, worked with tens of thousands of contractors all over the world in different uh, trades and industries. Uh, you know, I write books, I do podcasting, we do a bunch of content to help people get better, and I'm excited to be here with you, man. Awesome. Well, thank you for everything you do for the industry. It doesn't go unnoticed. I'm super excited for this conversation today. So let's dive right in. You got it. That's the million dollar question. And that is what makes a construction champion? Well, I'm going to flip it, man. I think this is a $10 million question. And I'm going to give you a $10 million answer. How's that? Um, listen, I, I think, you know, I've thought about this quite a bit. Um, and uh, I would, a lot of things I could pick, but I think the root of it all is that um, in order for somebody to be a construction champion, they're going to really have to commit to the identity of being a business owner. A lot of people are still holding on to their identity as a craftsperson and craftsmanship is important. It's a given, right? You hire a pro, uh, you start a business, you all want to do great work, uh, but that's not enough. There's a lot of people that do really great work that are broke. A lot of people that do great work that are stressed out where the next job's coming from, how to build their team and how to make money. And so I, I think it's an identity thing. You have to look in the mirror and embrace the idea that you're a painter, a carpenter, whatever you are, that's like fifth on the list now. There's so many other things that you you have to embrace. Awesome. I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, when we talk about guides going from trades into the, into the trade business and starting mm -hmm. their own businesses. A lot of those guys are guys that were swinging the hammer and decided, well, I'm done doing this for somebody else. I'm now going to do it for myself. Uh, how, how do we help people overcome that? What are the hurdles that you see? Uh, you're out there in the thick of it every day. What, yeah. what are the steps we can do? How can we get through that? Well, I think it's the first, it's a self-awareness that you don't know what you don't know. And that's okay. You know, we're all ignorant of something in our life or many things. And just like you put in the work to learn your craft, um, there's work that you need to put in to uh, embracing that role of the, the craftsperson of your business now. And so I think it starts with education, which is first is that self-awareness piece that I just don't know what I don't know. A lot of guys don't know that they're undercharging. A lot of guys don't know how to sell. A lot of people don't know that nothing happens without a lead coming in and that word of mouth is only going to get you so far. And that, you know, a lot of contractors, they start their business and they have what I call a rain bucket mentality. Like they're a rain barrel sitting outside with their mouth open to the sky, waiting for it to rain jobs and leads into them, into them. And that there's always an initial, you start your business, you go on Facebook, you go, Hey, I'm in business. And there's always that flood of people that want to support you. But then that dies off after a few months. And now the reality of running a business and how to get the phone to ring and how to attract your ideal clients and how to communicate in a way that 
you know, makes you the only an obvious choice and, uh, you know, wants getting people to want to pay a lot more money for your services because you're priced correctly. I mean, you got to learn how to do these things. So to me, it's that self-awareness piece. You don't know what you don't know. Yeah, it's all too often we see. I, just, I had a great conversation earlier about this where we, we talk about guys right now, especially thinking, I'm just going to go back to being a W-2 employee because mm -hmm. there's a the demand there. But yeah. by doing so, you're, you're giving up on all the dreams. The reason why you started the business in the first place, like that's what matters is getting from being that employee to the point where you have, whether it's cause, vacations, family time, free time, we all have something that's that driving force that caused us to go start the business in the first place and not losing sight of that. So we can, we can become those business leaders. And I, I think you're, you're touching on a subject that's so important because a lot of times we just consider this a construction business like we're in the construction industry it's a construction business mm -hmm. it's supposed to be hectic it's supposed to be hell but that couldn't be any farther from the truth it's still a business yeah well the purpose of a business is to make money okay and um <clears throat> and well there's one a and one b number one the purpose of business is to meet a need right and then the one b would be you got to make money and Otherwise, you're a nonprofit. <laughs> so um, you want to be a nonprofit, go be a nonprofit. But, um, you know, a lot of good men and women in the trades that start businesses and then they um, they realize that the thing owns them instead of them owning the business because they don't get some fundamental things uh, right out of the gate. And they spend a lot of years playing catch up and trying to correct those early mistakes. Yeah. What, what would you say are the things those guys that are one, two, three years into this really need to look hard in the mirror at right now, because it's going to be a pivotal point for their entire business as they continue to grow this. What are a few things that you would say, go do, go look at yourself right now and evaluate yeah. this? Well, number one, if something costs you a dollar to produce in the field, charge at least two to three times that amount. Okay. Uh, we, we, we have a rule in the fight that, you know, we don't take projects on, teach people to take projects on that you're not making at least a 50% gross profit margin. So if, uh, if labor and material is going to cost me 10 grand, I'm charging at least 20. And that, that 10,000 bucks that's left over, if you finish on time without issues and on budget, that pays your overhead, your marketing, your taxes, your owner's salary. And so get the math right, number one. Number two, uh, you need to learn how to communicate. That's low hanging fruit. Most people are crappy communicators. Um, and they, and, and that's communication is the root of sales. And, and in the sales process, if you're getting uh, price objections all the time, you're not connecting what, what, what we call the prospect's motive. People buy for their reasons, not my reasons. I recently spoke in front of about 500 contractors last week <clears throat> and I just opened it up. I said, shout out all the reasons why somebody should hire your company. And it was, you know, we're, we're 25 years experience and we use the best products. And, you know, you have one dedicated point of contact in our company. And I said, as important as these things may or may or may not be, none of them matter if you don't understand what someone's reasons for doing the project are and what's important to them. And that's where communication is so important. You have to have a great sales process to uncover that and then contract your projects around that to uh, make sure that they're getting what they want. And then, um, and then the next thing I think is, so we talk about numbers, we talk about sales. Next thing is you got to get eyeballs. 
There should never be a day that goes by where you're not building your brand, uh, both to recruit your team and to recruit for customers and prospects. Uh, that's why so many contractors get to a point and they keep living the same year over and over because they, they think this brand building stuff is optional. And um, I'm telling you, like, it's unacceptable for your cash register not to ring every day of the week. That's just, you know, one of those fundamental things that we teach. That's, that's awesome. So, I mean, when we talk brand awareness and you're, you're mm -hmm. right on point, you got guys that are either completely dominating it or just people that think it's irrelevant. And I would fall in the boat with you. I, I think brand awareness and brand, not aware, brand domination mm -hmm. is what you should have in your market. Like if, if you're in the roofing business, you should be the roofer. Everybody should be seeing yourself. They should know exactly what you're doing. But you're right. Some guys are just like, ah, well, word of mouth would just continue to get me by. It's worked for 10 years, but everything's a disheveled mess anyhow. So uh, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, do you want to compete with everyone else or do you want to be competing in a field of your own? And that's where building your brand comes in. And, you know, it's educational content. It's if somebody's asking a question about anything and you mentioned roofing, you know, then why is your website not the hub of all things, you know, roofing and, and, and all that to where you are, you are positioning yourself and your company as the experts and experts can charge more experts, get less price pushback experts, get more referrals. Uh, you know, they have more money to invest back into the company for a better experience for their clients. And that's how you build a strong business over time. You got to play the long game. I, I want to say this too. I'm, I'm having conversations lately where guys have been in it a year or two or three and they're not seeing the results they want. And, um, you, you know, it's important for any, any business, like you have to stay in the game long enough to learn the lessons, implement things you're learning and stay in long enough to win. And, um, so I, I would ask anyone listening right now, you know, if we had a conversation with your actions over the last 30 days, what would those actions communicate about what's important to you? You know, a lot of guys talk about, oh, I want to build my brand. I want to make more money. I want to build a great team. And then we look at how you're spending your time and your resources. Do those support each other? Most guys are full of crap. They're like, yeah, I want to build this great business, but they're not building their brand. They're not creating content. They're not using social media. Um, and they're just back to that rain barrel analogy. They're just waiting for shit to land in their lap when you actually have to go out and hunt for it and, and build that expertise. Yeah. I mean, that's, you're 100% accurate. That's unpack some of that and dive in. If that's the conversation that you're hearing these guys, mm -hmm. one, two, three years, I, I want to speak into that. I want, I want to have some conversation around real life conversations that are happening right now. Uh, so why, why do you think that is? I, I, I think I'm not going to give my, I, I want to hear it from the expert. Yeah. What, why do you think these guys are fed up thinking they're not getting the results? Well, they're not consistent. You know, that's probably one of the number one things that we coach on is your consistency, having clarity and consistency. What do you want? And are your actions lining up every day? Like I'm a 365 day a year guy. I'm not saying don't take vacations and have days off and stuff, but um, especially in those early years of a business, it's the hustle and grind phase. You're going to be tired. Success doesn't give a shit. If you slept well last night, if you were up late, creating a blog for your website and you used to have to get up today and sling it in the field, success takes what it takes. And I think a lot of people are 
are led astray by some of the experts out there or things they see on social media, you know, posing next to a private jet and, you know, the 23 year old kid who built a construction company in seven hours, you know, and all that other garbage, you know, it doesn't happen that way. And every successful brand in the trades that you guys see and the people in your area that have been in business 20, 30 years and they're killing it, they started and had the hustle and grind stage and it's going to take years it's not going to take months, you guys. It's going to take years. Every now and then there's somebody that's going to catch lightning in a bottle and all the stars align and, and it's great. But 99.9%, it's it's going to be, you're going to have to, you know, learn how to be a better leader. You're going to have to learn how to be a better communicator, a salesperson, you know your numbers, um, how, to, how to recruit. You're not going to, I hate the word scale because it's overused, but you're not going to grow your business if you don't have other people. It's just not going to happen. And even for those that are like, why, well, you know, my work speaks for itself and I just want to work in the field my whole life and stuff. That's fine. But you're always going to put a cap on your income, you know, and your body can only take so much. So do you want to build a real business or do you just want to have a job for the next 30, 40 years? And, and so, um, people really lack clarity and consistency. I would say those are the two biggest things that, that we run into. Yeah, I, I would agree. I mean, consistency is one thing. It cures everything. You know, mm -hmm. People don't show up. They don't deliver that consistency time after time. And I think, you know, you spend those early years just grinding it out. It's just like with anything. I look at it as when you start your own company, it's just like you showed up day one. Like my first day ever on a job site was as a laborer. Like that was day one. When you start your company, it's day one all over again yeah. from a different perspective. Like you have to start to learn the stuff and work your way through that. I didn't just go day one to day 30 and boom, I was running the company. Like that's not how it works. Mm -hmm. But I think we we look at it as I started a business. Now it should be this. But like you said, you didn't what what's the consistent actions you're taking? Where are you focused? Yeah. What's that What's that mission and mindset? Where are you even headed? Like I, I, I think yeah. we have a lot of guys or I run in and I talk to a lot of guys that they don't even know what that end outcome they're looking to get is. They're just showing up every day trying to do something. And I think having that mission, understanding where you're going and then taking those consistent actions is what gets you to that end. Yeah. And listen, I don't want people to feel a lot of pressure that you have to have the next 40 years mapped out with your vision because there's a time in your business, time in your life. I remember there was a time where I'm like, if I could just make 3,500 bucks a month to pay my bills at home. Right. And that's okay. And that's, that's your why right now. That's your vision right now. But you know, as you work and you reach these different levels in your business, new possibilities are going to open up and your vision should expand. Sadly, a lot of people don't take the time to get really clear on what they want. You know, I, I, um, I talked to a guy once uh, who uh, he said, I want to build a $5 million company. And I said, why? And he said, because I want to be able to pay myself 250 grand a year. And I said, so you're telling me you don't think you could pay yourself 250 a year unless you have a $5 million company. And long story short, we dug deep. And really what it was is he wanted to, he wanted to stroke his ego with having a saying he had a $5 million company. He had a bunch of trucks on the road and stuff. And I said, well, there's a disconnect because you're telling me you want to make 250, but you won't let go of this $5 million thing. I'm not saying 5 million is a good or a bad thing, but let's get really clear on what you want and reverse engineer what you really want now. Okay. And build a strong foundation. Cause you're not going to this guy, long story short, 
he wanted to, he was basically wanting to scale himself. Here's that word again, scale himself to profitability. And I said, no, you need to be, don't scale a turd, man. Let's get you as profitably profitable as we can make you right now. So you can bring the best people on so that you can, you know, have your pick of the prospects that come in and you're not desperate to take wrong, the bad jobs on and those types of things. Let's build it right from the get-go, which is ridiculous, Ron, because we're in the trades and everybody knows the damn foundation's important, right? You got to have a great foundation to something, yet so many contractors want to skip the foundational stuff of putting in that mental work of getting clear on exactly what we want. It's just like the blueprints for a house or a project right? What, what's yeah. the map and then put in the work and follow the map and build it right. Okay. And you're going to save yourselves a bunch of headaches. It is. It is amazing. I think you, you, you hit on some fire right there with that. You have, you don't want to scare a turd. Like mm -hmm. I mean, all that does is just create a shit show. Like that's literally what happens, but that's what we end up doing. Like guys are out there and they're like, I just want to grow, 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 grow. But no ends to the means. Like that's mm -hmm. I call it. I used to call that whitewater. Like you're just living in the rapids, just constantly. You're in that whitewater, and it's like there's no end to it. And it's because you never had the foundation right to build. So yeah. you end up having to go backwards to go forward. And if we would just evaluate that right now, that is going to have one of the biggest impacts on the entire your entire business and life. Yeah. And I, you know, I think, um, get clear on what success really means to you. That's another big thing. I want to, I want to make sure that your audience knows, like, don't give a crap about anyone else's definition of success. Right. You know, we work with people, you know, I'm thinking of one guy, he's like, he, he does 350, 400 grand a year. He works with himself and one other helper in the landscape industry. He puts almost 200 grand a year in his pocket and he works four days a week. Cause he likes to, you know, go out on his boat on every Friday through the weekend and he's out on his boat and that's success to him. And he's good with that. Right. And then there's other people that want to build, you know, their business empire or whatever you want to call it, you know, and, and, but, um, you know, be really clear on what you want, be selfish in that area. What type of life do you want? Reverse engineer the life you want, um, you know, and play with patient urgency, like understand this is a long game. I need to have some patience, but I'm urgent about the things today I have control over, keep chipping away. And you're going to wake up one day and you'll be like, Hey man, I'm here, you know? And, and when, once you're there, there's another level, you know, you're going to redefine what success means to you for that next level. Um, I think one other thing I skipped over on the numbers thing quickly, guys, you want to build a championship business. Don't pay attention to the going rate. <laughs> okay. What people are charging. Because 95 or more percent of contractors have no idea what they should be charging. And yet you're worried about the going rate. Okay. So like you're, you're talking to the guys in the lumber yard or at the store where your vendors are and stuff and that, oh, Hey, what do you get for this? You, you see these Facebook groups, guys post a picture. What would y'all charge for this? And you got a bunch of mental midgets out there given, you know, what they think you should charge for it when they don't even know their damn numbers. So this is why you must become an expert of your math and your business. And um, I'm telling you, there are plenty of people out there that will gladly pay for a great experience. They'll pay two, three, four times amount, whatever the going rate is, when you learn how to communicate and uncover their reasons for buying and their motive and what's important to them. Yeah, I mean, it really, 
this is besides a house I, I i think people get this wrong all the time because people say a car is the most biggest investment people would make next to their house mm-hmm. i say those people just haven't done a home renovation or a project on their yeah. house like yeah. we have to be able to educate the customer on that they have to understand that and that homeowner and when you can do that at a high level that's when you gain that trust. And that's what the homeowner wants. They just want confidence in who you are and that you're going to be able to do what you say you're going to do and that it all makes sense. Because yep. what I've found is those guys that come in and they don't know the price or they're going to underbid you, they come in, that that sends, if you do it right, that should put red flags in that homeowner's mind. At the, they should be like, whoa, hold on. Like, yep. how is that even possible? Or, you know, Tom was just here and I felt really good about him. I don't think he's trying to rip me off. Mm-hmm. How's this guy doing it for half? Like yeah. he must really, this is probably not, he might burn my house down. Like mm-hmm. that's the emotions you can start to create when you become a master at this. Yeah. And, and you know, there's, um, there's always, you know, there's a lot of benefits to, you know, I'll go back to the 50% gross profit margin. All right. Um, when you sell at higher profit margins, okay, I don't want to confuse everyone and get into math here, but let's say your overhead is, you know, let me get a calculator. Your overhead's 20 grand a month and that includes paying yourself 10 grand a month and you got some other BS that you're paying for, right? Uh, overhead's anything that needs to be paid in the business, even if you don't do any work this month, <laughs> you still have these things to pay, right? So if my overhead's 20 grand and the average contractor, when they come to us, they're doing somewhere around a 30% gross profit. That means you got to deposit almost $67,000 in the bank just to keep 20 grand to pay the overhead and make zero net profit. Okay. And if your average job is say, I'll just make a number of three grand, you got to do 22, 23 jobs in the month to bring that in versus when you have a gross profit margin of 20 grand or 50% in that same overhead, instead of 67 grand, I got to bring 40 grand in to break even. Okay, so I actually need less revenue when my gross profit is higher. And at a $3,000 average job size, instead of 22, 23 jobs, I only need 13 jobs, which in turn means I need less field workers. Think about this. There's so all these, everyone's like, oh my God, I need to hire all these guys. And the first conversation I try to have with them is tell me about your gross profit, right? Because if your average job takes X amount of man hours, right? And you got to do 23 of them in a month, you need more guys. Versus if I only need half or two thirds of that number of jobs to hit my break even each month, I'm going to need less people to do it. So I can be pickier who gets to be on the team. I can pay them better, create more of a future for them and grow stronger that way over the, over time. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that was a mic drop moment right there for the audience. <laughs> that was, uh, that was awesome. Go. Breaking out the numbers and everything, showing the, you know, it's one thing to talk about it but you just backed it right up with the numbers and how all that works. Well, guys, I I know a lot of people are intimidated by math. So here's my hack for you. I was a terrible student, rode the short bus, all this other, literally for two years uh, in grade school, hated math, failed damn near every class I ever took, uh, barely squeaked through high school. Um, When I started putting dollar signs in front of numbers, I learned to like math. So that's my (laughs) hack for you guys. Put a dollar sign in front of this stuff and, and, and see how it impacts your life and your legacy and your family and those types of things in your community. And you'll learn to love the math because the math is unemotional. We bring our emotions to decisions and things like that. Math has no emotion. It just tells us the truth. And, you know, it was taught to me many years ago that numbers tell a story, you know, and uh, you're not going to 
have that, you're not going to know what the story is if you don't know your numbers. And, and knowing your numbers is not a one-time event. Okay. Like it's an, an ongoing thing that you will always be doing just like hiring, just like sales. You're always going to be learning, growing, getting better, developing as, as your business grows. So don't be intimidated by that. I love it, Tom. It has been absolutely great having you on the show today. If uh, all the, the construction champions out there listening, if they wanted to reach out to you, follow you, where's the best places to do that? You know, uh, type in the contractor fight anywhere and, and that's where you're going to find us. So or you go to the contractorfight.com and uh, we got a lot of good stuff, a lot of resources, a lot of free stuff as well. Uh, we have an amazing sales training program. If you go to the contractorfight.com forward slash sell, that'll really give you a leg up on your competitors immediately. It's a simple video training and uh, and we we sell tons and tons of those and help a lot of people with them. Awesome. Well, thank you for being here today. Got it, man. Thank you. All right. Construction champions. Another great episode with some real actionable items there. When was the last time you looked at your gross profit? Do you even know that? If we were riding in the truck together right now, and I looked over at you and I asked, could you answer that? If you can't, that's a problem. Why do you think numbers come up on this show so many times? We're bringing the best in the industry to other to help develop the championship team that you need. Take this stuff and do something with it. It's not that hard. And tomorrow can be day one. The day after that can be day two. You don't have to look down the road for two, three, five years and think I need to be at this point. You need to understand what works for you and where you're headed and what fulfills your dreams. And then once you have that, just like Tom said, reverse engineer that so you can get there and then show up every day going after it. Don't give up after a week or two weeks or say, oh, I did that for 60 days and it didn't work. We all know that's BS. It takes longer than 60 days to get anywhere. So construction champions, go take a hard look in the mirror. Understand your numbers. If Tom showed up or I showed up and we asked you some simple questions, would you be able to answer them? The, the only answer to that after today is yes. So construction champions, until next time, go be the champion you were meant to be.